Welcome to the Gospel Revealed Podcast. My name is Michael, your host and teacher. Here at the Gospel Revealed Podcast, our aim is to teach you the Bible, for you to grasp the reality of the Bible and to know God through the Bible so that you will live a fruitful Christian life. We've been going through a series from the Gospel of John. We've been looking at the seven signs Jesus performed in the Gospel of John. And there John is trying to point us to Jesus, to show us who Jesus is, that Jesus is the Son of God. And so this is what we've been looking at. Last week, we looked at when Jesus fed the 5,000. And so today, we are going to be studying when Jesus walked on the water. And so the title of the message is The Lord of Nature. Hey everyone, we continue our series from the Gospel of John. Last week we see the feeding of the 5,000. But today we are going to look at when Jesus walked on the water. So let me read from John chapter 6, verses 16 to 21. It's an amazing miracle. So it says here, When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they were frightened. But he said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. Then they were glad to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. This is an awesome miracle. So three things for us to learn from these verses. Firstly, Jesus teaches disciples a lesson. Jesus reveals who he is. And thirdly, Jesus rescues his disciples from the storm. So the first Part is Jesus teaches disciples a lesson. So let's see from verses 16 to 18. He says, when evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat and started across the sea of Capernaum. It was now dark and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. It's an incredible scene here. Jesus have just performed a spectacular miracle, the feeding of the 5,000. These disciples have, have just seen something that blew their minds. They were trying to grasp what Jesus was doing, what Jesus has just done. And Jesus was teaching them a lesson. You know, the lesson started with the feeding of the 5,000. And here it continues. You know, this was an outward demonstration for an 
internal spiritual lesson. The disciples were on a journey. Jesus was taking them um, through faith school. You see, faith is something that we need to journey through. And here Jesus was teaching them that reality. And you know, the verse tells us that Jesus had not yet come to them. That means that he will come to them. It was dark and it was stormy. You know, it's incredible how difficult it was for the disciples. And you got to remember, these guys were fishermen. And so they are familiar with storms. They were familiar with the sea. But in this case, they were scared. And things has gotten really difficult for them. The last time something similar like this happened was... Jesus was with them in the boat. But what's interesting was that Jesus was sleeping. But at least they had the opportunity to wake Jesus up. But in this instance, they thought they, they were on their own. Jesus left them to cross over. He's a sovereign God and he knew what was to happen. He was teaching them a lesson. He released them onto the storm. You know, in times of suffering, you and I tend to think that God is not with us when it's dark and stormy. We think that Jesus has left us. We are on our own. In Mark's account, it tells us that whilst Jesus was up the mountain praying, he sees them whilst they were struggling. And you see, the one who is God, who communes with the Father, his eyes and his heart was with his disciples, the ones that he loves. And the same for us as well. One of the most beautiful promises in the Bible is, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You find yourself in times of storms. It is dark. It's difficult. It could be the case that God is teaching you a lesson. But it's a case of him coming back because he will come. Because the verse tells us that Jesus has not yet come to them. God in his time will come to your rescue. It is a faith journey. It is a faith lesson to trust in the sovereign God. And we're going to see this in these verses that Jesus is God. A Scottish theologian put it nicely about Jesus' relationship with the church. Here's a quote here. It says, It is a parable and a prophecy of the perpetual relation between the absent Lord and the toiling church. He is on the mountain while we are on the sea. The stable eternity of the heavens holds him. We are tossed on the restless mutability of time, over which we to we toil at his command. He is there interceding for us. Whilst he prays, he beholds, and he beholds that he may help us by his prayer. Here McLaren 
paints the beautiful ministry of Jesus in heaven is heavenly ministry of being our high priest interceding for us and we live on planet earth where we go in through we do go through storms and sufferings the church is a suffering church this is what god has called us to be to be different to the world and we are in opposition to the world but christ is for us he protects us his eyes is on us and he intercedes for us and one day he will take us home to eternity and so jesus teaches disciples a lesson and so what is this lesson and here he reveals who really is that he is not just a man that he is god let's see verses 19 to 20 when they had rode about three or four miles they saw jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat and they were frightened but he said to them it is i don't be afraid in the midst of their struggle jesus came to them you see, the storm was something that had overwhelmed them. They were struggling. It was windy. It was difficult. They must have thought lots of things. They must have thought about their death. And then after hours of struggling, they saw someone coming. And Jesus emerged majestically. The very thing that was battering them, he walked on it. Why has Jesus emerged? He just revealed his glory. They saw a flash of the glory of Christ, that Jesus is God, that he is the Lord of nature, that he is the creator. We see in the previous miracle, it shows that he is the creator. He created from a boy's little lunch. Jesus is the lord of the elements the creator of the universe and here it displayed that glory for them to know that he is none other than god the one who spoke the world into being let's read psalm 29 which beautifully explain who god is in this context Ascribe to the Lord, who heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due to his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedar. The Lord breaks the cedar of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon to skip like a calf and Siron like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forest bare and in his temple all cried glory the lord sits enthroned over the flood 
the Lord sits enthroned asking forever. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. That is incredible. Jesus is God, the one who created the heavens and the earth. And he's Lord God Almighty. You see, Jesus didn't say anything when he came walking on the water. But then the wind and the waves obeyed him because they recognized the Lord of nature, the one who is the almighty God. But what was difficult for the disciples, whilst they were struggling, they saw a figure, someone who looked like a ghost. As the other Gospels tells us, that they thought Jesus was a ghost and they were frightened. Remember that he was dark and they have been toiling, trying to save their own lives to get on the other side. And then they saw this figure. What a lesson Jesus was teaching them. But then Jesus responds by revealing who he is. It says, it is I, don't be afraid. You see the phrase there, it is I, he was basically saying, I am God. It's the Greek word, ego am I. And that's the word used in the Old Testament when God revealed himself to Moses. I am. Yahweh. And here Jesus revealed who he is, that he is none other than God. And what a way to teach them a lesson that in the midst of that storm, in the winds and waves, it came declaring who he is. If he would have just told them, they wouldn't have got it. But what a way the master teacher taught them. Incredible stuff. And what should be our response? Their response was they worshipped him. Matthew tells us that. They says, indeed, he is the son of God. And so maybe you think that Jesus is just a man or a guru. No, no, he is God himself. The one who is God became incarnate. He lived a perfect life. He lived among his own people. And so the best place for us to know God sometimes is in times of struggle, is in times of storms. And we can easily hear him and trust in him. And so thirdly, Jesus rescues his disciples. Jesus rescues his disciples. Let's read the last verse. Then they were glad to take him into the boat and immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. What a joy for these disciples that Jesus came rescuing them. Jesus came to them in the midst of the storm. You see, ultimately, God came into our turbulent world to rescue us from our greatest need. And that need and that greatest problem is sin and death. And death is the storm that we fear. It came to rescue us from this massive problem you see instead of you and i he went on the cross and he endured the wrath of god the greatest storm of life god 
poured his wrath on him. He was separated from the Father. It was dark and Christ endured that storm for you and I. And as a result, we are made righteous. We are not judged anymore. But also, we are cleansed from our sins and we are forgiven. And God adopts us into his family. That is the greatest news ever. And that's what you and I need in this turbulent world. That one day we will have peace. That one day we will spend eternity with God. A life where there will be no more storms, no enemy, no sin, and no death. That is good news. And we should be absolutely grateful for what God has done for us. And we see the miracle of as soon as Jesus joined them, instantly the boats went on the other side. They were struggling, but Christ, with them, things changed. And Jesus, when we are saved, he comes and lives inside of us by his Holy Spirit. And as a result of that, we live a supernatural life that without the Holy Spirit, you and I will never be able to live the Christian life. We live a life of miracle. If we try our best with our human efforts, it will fail. But with the empowerment of the Spirit of Christ, you and I can be blessed and our lives can be transformed. So how do you respond? You want to please him. You want to honor him. You want to do things that give glory to God. So trust your creator who redeems you. In your daily living, know that he is Lord of all. In times of storm, know that he is Lord of all. It says in Psalm 46 verse 10, be still and know that I am God. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is the Lord of nature. God, I thank you that you came to us to save us and rescue us from the greatest storm of life. I pray, God, that those who don't know you will come to know this great love, this great mercy and grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you have been blessed by it. Please share and subscribe to the podcast. If you have questions for anything, please email the gospel reveal podcast at gmail.com. That is the gospel reveal podcast at gmail.com. Can I encourage you to further study Psalm 29? and to study John chapter 6 so you can use a study Bible. ESV study Bible is a great study Bible to do so. Look into Psalm 29 and John chapter 6. Thanks for listening and till the next time. Bye.